Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi in the 561. That's me. I am Gigi, but I am also Pam Barker. Welcome to my podcast. Um, as I said before, I'm not very big on um, retrospective, looking back. It does no good. It serves no purpose. Look forward, move forward, keep going. But I do want to say that one thing I have learned and really taken to heart more the past, let's say four years, but definitely beyond a shadow of a doubt in 2021. We pushed through 2020 starting in March with a lockdown. 2021 was better in that my partner and I got out, we did things, we traveled um, some, um, we did quite a bit, actually. But as for me personally, where I where I am and 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 how you view the world, um, I saw this quote and I posted it both on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, I lifted it from someone else. It is not original, and yet it spoke to me in the biggest way. And here it is: the biggest lesson I've learned this year is not to force anything. Conversations, friendships, relationships, attention, love. Anything forced is just not worth fighting for. Whatever flows, flows. What crashes, crashes. It is what it is. And there's so much truth to that. And I have kind of lived that. I really have. And and for someone like me, it's really hard because sometimes through the years with, with relationships and so forth, I'll keep trying and I'll keep going. And I've stopped. I really have. And that's not always easy. But this is my truth. And I that's why I posted it. Because I like it very, very much. And I've lived it. I have embraced that fully. You open your eyes and you see, you know what? That, whatever it is, is not to be. It isn't. And leave it. And I have. What I have experienced during 2021, um, finding new people and meeting new people by happenstance, by those sliding doors that is called life, by the flick of a, of a, except a trip, you, you, may miss something that is meaningful in your life. It's it's kind of deep, I know, but um, this year, Gary and I have met some wonderful, compelling, fascinating people. And one of those people, I'm going to call her out. I'm going to call her by name. Uh, I protect privacy. I, I really do, but I really need to say this... There are many others, but this one particular person from Austin, Texas, I'll just call her Deb. <laughs> I won't give her last name. When you meet someone and you sit by through a set of circumstances and you sit across from someone and you you really, really uh, notice what they're saying and you quietly pay attention to them and you understand that you want to know more about this person. You have to know more about this person. Hence, Deb. And the funny thing about Deb, 
um, brings me to another point, and I'm going to circle back to Deb, but why do why do adults say the things they do to children? You know, um, it it may be an offhand comment to you as an adult, but children take it in and they remember it forever. And I'm going to use my own mother as an example of that, which ties me to Deb in, in another weird way. Um, my whole life, I always heard this, you know, my mother wanted to name me Deborah. Heard that my whole life. But I, and thank goodness I got Pamela because I am a Pamela. I am Deb. This new friend that came into her life is Deborah. She is a Deborah. I'm a Pamela through and through. That suits me. That is who I am. So what I've wondered, and I never really asked my mother. There's so many questions that I never asked my mother that I should have. Why tell me that? Why mention that? Oh, gee, golly, I wanted to to uh, name you Deborah, but I didn't because of fill in the blank, blah blah. Because what it does, I never said it to my mother. It made me question. Well, so what? You name me Pamela. I have no middle name, by the way. Um, makes that not good enough in my life. I should have been Deborah in my mother's eyes, not Pamela. Why Why do that? Why say that? And I never did say to her, you are, you are saying you wanted to name me something else besides Pamela. So do you not think that Pamela is a worthy name enough that that was your first choice. That's what that's what adults don't realize about children. And so to this day, my mother has passed away. May she rest in peace. So I'll, I will never have the answer to that. But it's just really funny. And so when I met, when we met Deb, I had that instant connection to her because, hey, according to my mother, I should have been Deborah too. And Deb, the name Deborah has a has a really very special meaning, by the way, if you want to look that up. But it just that that brings me back, circling back to these amazing people that come into your life, and it goes back to that quote of stop trying to make friendships work, stop trying to to push through when it really doesn't work, and it really is never going to work, and obviously the other people don't care or that it's not to be that is not not in a bad way good way whatever it just isn't it just isn't what you perhaps thought it was going to be just and so that brings me to this year and how i have embraced that so fully and really let so much so many uh it's just not happening. You know what? We, at one point, it's like these ships in the night that they, people come in, they flow out. Some people stick forever. But most of it's a it's a meant-to-be thing for that time of your life. It filled a need at that time of your life. And then it goes on. It's the ebb and the flow of life. And if you're lucky enough, I don't use that word very much. If you're fortunate enough, I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in lucky. You make things happen. You 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 make the most of. We're stuck in traffic. That's a drag. 
but at least we're not in the wreck ahead. You you make the most, or you don't. It's up to you. In a in a great many instances, um, so I think it's important to open your eyes. I'm saying that to me, for me to open my eyes, like you know what, that's that's not uh, that's not happening uh, any longer. Let it go, and I have. It's a birthday of a friend today, and I'm actually friends with her parents, but I'm friends with her too. It's her birthday today. I sent her a birthday greeting on Facebook. And as I was doing that, um, and this uh, young woman is just brilliant and beautiful and all of those things that that, uh, that can make a person so uh wonderful to be here on the planet but the gifts that they were suggesting for her from me if i wanted to buy her a gift one of the things um you know these mops that fit on your feet like shoes and you walk around and you mop the floor while you're doing it and it made me laugh out loud because knowing this girl this young woman she's a woman very much so uh and and that I would buy her <laughs> mops for her to wear around uh, may, really made me laugh out loud. It's like, thanks, but I'm I'm uh, I'm good with with that. Um, Christmas movies. Um, got to watch some with uh, our beautiful Kate. Um, I am kind of lukewarm on my Christmas movies this year. Gary and I were talking about it this morning. It's like, um really not as gung-ho my Christmas movies this year. And I think it all goes back to a podcast I did before about not doing tradition. You know what, because trying to keep up tradition, it's just not a good idea. And I wish I'd learned that a long, long time ago. So hear me, people. Hear me. <laughs> um, do your own. Do off the, off the hook things that are non-traditional. One of the best Thanksgiving ever, my sister and I, my beloved sister that I miss every day of my life, and I, because of a set of circumstances, we didn't have the traditional Thanksgiving with the whole folderol that the family always had and had for many, many years after that. We went and bought these bags of burgers at a little burger place that was open on Thanksgiving. Fries and all the all the we bought everything they had, bags of it. And it was the and we laughed and we had the best time. And and I really do think like this year of it's like it it isn't in me this year. I'm not you know so many of our family they're gone they're not here. It's like no no because when you when you try to keep that up it kind of hurts a bit. So make your own make new ones and that's really what I I tried like we've tried to do this year Gary and I. Now, we did make candy cane cookies uh, with Kate, stuff like that. But you know what? Basically not. We are abandoning so much of tradition and, and making new memories, making new things that, that uh, we're bringing. It's us. It's who we really are. And, not, and it goes back to the beginning of the podcast of letting things go. That's, that, that's not working anymore. And so... That's that's kind of it, and that's kind of what I'm feeling about the Christmas movies this year. I, I want to end this podcast 
by saying something that really came a little bit out of Schitt's Creek, if you watched that show. Uh, I loved it. I've watched it over and over and over. It relaxes me. It's funny. I love every single thing. Well, I don't love every single thing about the show. Some of the things are quite annoying, actually. Uh, the, some of the sub-characters, uh, uh, secondary characters, I should say. But the, the main core of that show... And one of the things in the show is when David, played by uh, Dan Levy, uh, is going to get his driver's license. And he and Annie, uh, well, uh, Alexis, uh, his sister, they're in the in the car. And she's telling him, and he's worried about the getting the, the license and, and, you know, so forth and so on. And they have this conversation, and she tells him, that he thinks people are, you know, care, that they care about what he's doing. And, and what she says to him, it's really, really true. People don't care. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is they're not, they're not concerned with what you think they're concerned with about you. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, just be you, be you. Because basically other people are worried about their own lives and they're worried about how they look to others and 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 what dan real dan not not david in the show said about that was very meaningful to him because that profoundly changed his life in real life because he's gay he was bullied he thought people were thinking things and and so you you are paralyzed with fear sort of, of because you don't want to do this or that of what people will think and when you lose that, when you free yourself from that, and you realize, ultimately, people are so busy in their own head, they don't care. And by that, it's not that people don't care about mankind. They do. Be you. And don't worry about what other people think. It's sort of like what I told Kate this weekend about being on stage I have done so much public speaking to large, I mean, large groups, thousands of people. Basically, the people sitting there who are strangers to you for the most part, even though they are strangers, they're sitting there, they're thinking about their grocery list, they're thinking about picking up kids. They're not even listening, basically, to what you're saying for the most part, hit and miss. But the vast majority of these people have been in your shoes. In one way or another, whether it's public speaking or whatever, and they want you to do well. They're rooting for you to, to get through your speech without fainting or falling because they've been there. They have empathy. They understand what it's like to be up there. They are not your enemy. They don't want to go home with you. They don't want to be your best friend. They don't really care beyond, I'm going to sit through this speech and I'm going to, and, and, and they're thinking, hurry up with your speech. Don't make it too long because. The butts can only sit in those seats for so long. And so that's kind of where I am with this all circling back to letting things go that are not right. Understand people were right in your life for a certain time and now they they no longer fit together. It's, it's not any kind of animosity or anything like that. It's just as life pushes us through, as we have been in a, a time in our life to reflect. So... Anyway, 
enjoy your holidays and i'm not sure how many more podcasts i will be doing there will be probably some more because we still have some days left um so i'm a little preachy today um i think what what i understand when i when i hear when i hear other people really feel their own insecurities and express them when they are able to verbalize them, there's a, a clip of Jason Gould, Barbara Streisand, and uh, Elliot Gould's son, talking about singing with his mother, with, with singing with Barbara Streisand, and how he had to pray and meditate before he could go on stage and sing with his mother, the iconic Barbara. And I thought, you know, and I understood how he felt because when I wrote my first novel, and my novels, are not they're not meant to to uh, save the world they're fun novels and if you're looking for to judge me harshly by mm, well this is just you know read at the beach throw away well whatever but to to give that first novel over to Gary who's a professional editor journalist was terrifying so when I heard Jason talk about his insecurity and how he he feared singing in front of people because he knew he would be judged against his mother and how hard that was and he did it anyway he just he pushed through and he did it but he had to pray and meditate before he could get on stage with her to sing a duet on one of her tours so basically we're all in it let's let's uh let's jettison what is not meant to be what drags us down or gives us stress and embrace what doesn't and if that means no longer being in touch with people or whatever it means. Do it. Do it. And enjoy your holiday while you're at it. Cheers. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being at GG in the 561. Stay tuned.